Hey, what is up? In this episode, I want to talk with you about LinkedIn strategies that actually work. I mean, there's a lot of junk strategies that people are pitching left and right, but let's just focus it on the ones that we use on a daily basis that help us develop leads and relationships so we can crush our quota. Let's do that in this episode of Video Marketing Mastery. Discover how video can help you achieve your sales and marketing goals. It all starts right here in Todd Hartley's Video Marketing Mastery. All right, it's Todd. And as you know, it's about LinkedIn in this episode. So I'm joined by Wirebuzz's senior strategist, Jordan Harrell. What is up? What is up, everybody? Jordan, the strategies that we use on LinkedIn. That's like one of our favorite topics. That's like our jam, right? Like how often are you posting videos on LinkedIn? Every week, man, at least two to three times a week. All right. And optimally, where do you want to be? Uh, probably around three to four. Okay. And then when you're talking about strategies that people can use, let's get into some nitty gritty. We're not really doing ice breaking strategies though. Many of you know, we do have an ice breaking course that's going to be announced really soon. If you want to get access to the icebreaking course, which is how to icebreak cold prospects on LinkedIn like a friggin' boss, use a personalized video, reach out to me, and I'll notify you, or you can just go to toddhartley.com and sign up and get the announcement when it goes live, but that's going to happen really soon, and um, Jordan, let's talk about some strategies. Where do you want to get started when talking about LinkedIn strategies? Let's start with timing. Okay. Oh, this is good. This is good. Okay. So I, you know, I've got, um, some friends that like we may go out to dinner with and in the conversation, they may be like, dude, can we just like, how do I get my information? Like, what do I do? And probably the thing I forget to tell them, cause you know, we're there with our wives. We can't be broing out the whole time on LinkedIn strategies is timing. And then I see that they're posting at like four o'clock in the afternoon and in my head, I'm like, that is a post that is going to die quickly on the vine. Jordan, what should be, people be doing with timing on LinkedIn? So the best time to post on LinkedIn is in that 8 to 10 o'clock a.m. window. But here's the caveat. If you're on the West Coast, everyone in New York is already up and working. So if you want to meet them at their time uh, of most active the most active they're going to be on LinkedIn, you need to make sure you're posting around six to seven o'clock on the West Coast to make sure everyone's engaging. All right. So because people in like, I always think of like people in the East Coast, they're like, this is non-pandemic scenarios. Okay, people. But in my head, I'm like, okay, people are right around 8 a.m. are on a subway. They're in a cab. They're taking a bus. They're walking down the street, maybe they're having coffee, getting ready to work from home. Like that is the magic moment when you want your stuff in the feed because as the day goes on, unlike Facebook or Instagram, people start going less and less to LinkedIn as the day gets later in the day. Is that kind of your evaluation? Exactly. I hate when people schedule meetings first thing in the morning because I know that's my time to slowly get up to speed on everything that's going around the industry. Go on LinkedIn, see what my prospects, my uh, employees, everyone else is posting, gather some knowledge, and then go into my day and start meeting people and having scheduled meetings. Beautiful. Now, if you post in the afternoon, by the way, this is all a game of how much engagement you could get. And 
what about timing? Like we've already discussed time of day, but what needs to happen on your post from an activity perspective in the first hour or so after you've posted it? That first hour is so crucial. Like I see people post all the time and they just leave it there and hope that someone comes around and likes it or drops a comment. And then they don't even reply to that comment. That is a low success rate tactic right there. So if you're going to post something, make sure within the first hour that you're commenting and tagging people, getting people to engage with your post because LinkedIn sees that and their algorithm boosts your posts so that more people can engage with it. Super. And so that means you really need to interact. You need to be a good contributor to your own content. Like if somebody comments, you should be commenting after and develop a conversation with them about it. But there's like a psychological thing that happens to people as they start to share their information. They may look at it like, oh, I just dropped my masterpiece. I published it. It's out there to the world. There's nothing left to be said. And then they don't even interact or engage with their audience. And what LinkedIn is really looking for are signals of content quality and value and interest and what type of engagement is happening. Those are all signals to LinkedIn and its algorithm to open your post up to larger audiences. So that first hour is crucial. You got to create the right algorithmic signals And in doing so, LinkedIn will open you to a larger percentage of the people that are your followers. Now, at first glance, people are like, no, wait, they're my followers. They're all going to get to see this. But as these social networks have become busier, and we first saw this with Facebook, as the social networks get busier, meaning with more people posting, the way that they keep the newsfeed from being an overbearing fire hose like Twitter that is unmanageable is they throttle everybody back. So instead of 100% of the people that are your followers seeing your post, maybe it becomes 20%. And maybe it really becomes eventually 10%. Like on Facebook, it's probably like 3%. But as people start engaging with it, LinkedIn and Facebook and the other social networks are like, wait a minute, algorithmically they're saying this, wait a minute, there's a lot of engagement in hour one. This post deserves to get more attention and then it opens up the discovery to maybe 20% or 30%. And if you keep demonstrating in those um, most important, crucial early hours that this is a post of significance, they will open it up to a larger audience. And before you know it, your content's going to get the exposure that you believe it deserves. And since we're on the topic of exposure, let's talk about when someone puts a link in their post. What does that do to their post, Todd? I know you know this. Yeah, this is one of our favorites. Um, it, they, they will, they will downgrade your exposure, not an audience member, but the LinkedIn algorithmic automatically, the LinkedIn algorithm will automatically downgrade your exposure to smaller people. Why? Because all these social networks have a vested interest in making sure that you stay on their platform. And if you're in your post, in the description of your post are saying, click here to go get more information, click here to watch my YouTube video, click here to go see our website, what they're really doing, what you're really doing is you are telling the algorithm that you're asking people to leave LinkedIn. And in doing so, LinkedIn will automatically decrease the number of people who get to see it to something so small that it ain't even worth you posting in the first place because what they're really trying to do 
is train you like a good dog to use their platform the right way. Jordan, what's the right way to share a link? So to avoid that, what we do is we take that link and we post it in the comment section. Make sure right after you post that you're the first comment that's on your post and make sure you're linking off to whether that's a website, a landing page, wherever you want your audience to go to, put that in the comment section and LinkedIn will not downgrade your post. So when you're posting in your description area, you're like, you're writing your, your little article or your post and you're like, for more information, click on the link in the comment section below. Maybe you've seen that a few hundred thousand times, but it just didn't click for you on why people were doing that strategically. But now you know the rest of the story. But let me also take this one step further for videographers. I see this several times a day. And I typically, if you're a homie of mine, I'll drop you a DM and go, hey, dude, I saw that you just posted the YouTube video on LinkedIn. To get better results, don't link out of LinkedIn. So linking out would be like posting the YouTube video, which is basically, it's going to populate. It'll, you'll click on it and it'll take you to YouTube. But if you want your audience to see it, you need to upload that video from your computer or your device directly into LinkedIn and not use YouTube. Now, this comes up a lot. And it doesn't make a lot of intuitive sense for people until you start to realize that LinkedIn's purpose is to keep you on their platform. So if you're going to send people to a competitor's website, which could be Facebook or or YouTube or any of these other sites, or even your own website, they're going to slap you on the wrist and say, don't do that. But they're not going to come right out and explain it. You buy all that? Yep, exactly. That is the biggest tip that we can give away right there. All right. So... Let's, let me take this one step further while we're on this topic. Let's say Jordan sees an article that he absolutely loves and it's in, it doesn't matter, Fortune or Entrepreneur or Vidyard.com. And Jordan wants to share that with people. So he takes the link and he puts it in there and it populates the image that we've all been trained for years to see that thumbnail image show up in our post. You're going to get downgraded also for that, correct? Yep, exactly. So what I do is hack it, right? Create your own post. And then like Todd said, say for more info, click the link in the comment section and get them to go somewhere else. Dude, I do this so often where I'm giving people advice. I already know what the the pushback is. Yeah, well, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I almost cussed. No S, it doesn't make sense, right? Until you know they're trying to keep you on their platform. Then the next common thing that somebody's going to push back on me and they're going to be like, Yeah, but then how do I get the photo? Like part of the reason I'm using the link is it populates a photo, a little screenshot of the article. And um, I want that too, because that's visually appealing. It stops people in the news feed. So here's the hack around that. Just screenshot it. Do a screenshot of the image or a screenshot of the article. Upload that onto your device, onto your inside of LinkedIn for your post, and then write to read the, tell them about the article and then say to, um, to read this article, click on the link in the comment section below. And the reason they're not going to downgrade you in the comment section is because they're not going to hold people accountable for, for putting links in comments. Links are like a part of a natural discussion people would have, but they want to facilitate the discussion on their platform. I eat Jordan, give me another tip 
Did you like that? I, I, I saw you looked at me. You were like, what? But, uh, give me another LinkedIn tip that actually works. All right. Another one that I hear all the time is how often should I be posting, right? And in an ideal world, you should be posting all of the time. If you had 24 hours in a day, you should be posting 24 hours a day. But let's be realistic, guys. We have jobs. We have meetings. We have dinner to cook. We have quotas. That quotas to crush. Yes. So... What I like to say is, you know, take at least two to three days to be creating your own content and make sure you're posting your own content at least two to three times a week. And then those other days of the week, make sure you're engaging with posts, uh, finding articles, posting them, linking them to other sites in the comment section so that LinkedIn starts to see you as a thought leader and someone who's heavily engaged on the platform so they can start to boost your profile. Okay, I like it. I like it. I typically, I'll tell you where I get the best results. I'm results focused. So when I'm out in public or I'm in Zooms or I'm on phone calls with people, where do I get the best response with what type of posting activity? Every damn day. First thing in the morning, like Jordan said, typically I write my post the evening before. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm ready to post it. I mean, I know everybody's got limiting beliefs. I hear it already. It's like, oh, well, Todd, my mornings are complex. I got to get the kids ready. My solution is post it, prepare it for posting before you leave the office the night before. Should be like maybe your last work activity. Get it ready. Keep it in your browser. When you wake up in the morning to get coffee, hit submit. If you uh, are on the west coast of the U.S. and you're three hours behind the east coast, and um, you wake up at five in the morning to do that last potty break for your last hour before you get up, hit post, and then go back to bed and wake up. But what you really want to do is engage and interact with people because it creates all the wonderful stimulation inside that post for the LinkedIn algorithm. And where do I get the best results when I do it every damn day? Because people say to me, they're like, I'm in their feed. Like every time they open it up and um, they'll go, they'll say this, they'll be like, this is how I know it works, by the way, okay? Just the reaction. Dude, you're like blowing up. And I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. Did you see some of my stuff? And they're like, dude, you're like everywhere. Like every time I go on LinkedIn, there you are. And that's the reaction. Like who doesn't want to hire somebody who's effing blowing up, right? So use the frequency of every damn day if possible. Don't always make it about you. Make sure most of the time, like 90%, it's helpful information that serves your audience. And don't look at it like it's an ad. A lot of people are like, I've got a friend who's like, call me, here's his post. Call me to talk about your IT services. Like that doesn't help. That's a commercial. Instead, be helpful and give advice to people that have IT needs and they will see you as their friend, their guru that is blowing up on LinkedIn and that's who gets hired today. You got another tip for me, don't you? It actually piggybacks off what, you're, what you just said, but everyone asked me what topic should I be posting about, oh, good. right? And so if you have an audience or an ideal customer, you need to 
provide them with value. So if you, for example, we're nerdy digital marketers here at Wirebuzz. He's so much nerdier than me. Like if you look at him, you'll be like, oh, he's being polite about himself. <laughs> so just joking. As I'm saying this, Jordan's like, dude's punking me right now. <laughs> well, so because I'm so nerdy, Todd, I love the topic of, you know, what's the appropriate CTA to have on a website? So when I create content around CTAs and I'm saying, hey, get rid of book a demo with our sales team, I'm teaching people that, hey, go away from that book a demo CTA and move over to watch a demo. So it's easier for your prospects to learn about your solution. Path of least resistance. Exactly. And so I'm creating value to my audience and they see me as a thought leader. And that's the topics that you should be providing to your audience every day. Right. It's just that easy. So as a rule of thumb, I think it's helpful. And I say helpful is the new viral. So you want to go viral on LinkedIn and really who doesn't just be helpful. That's really all you have to do. So what's helpful? What kind of questions is my target audience struggling with on a daily basis? What type of new developments would my target audience find appealing that's happening in the news? And how could I provide greater context to it? And if I'm that guy and I've got like a umbrella of, of gurudom over the industry or the type of persona that I serve, when a topic comes up in their business, they're like, hey, I should probably talk to Todd. Todd's the man. He gets it. And um, all right, so that's kind of, those are some really good actionable takeaways. In the news feed, whatever you post, don't just post text. It's too, it, it doesn't stop somebody in the scroll. You need something that visually halts them and gets them to stop that scroll. And that scroll is like what you do with your thumb when you slide it from the bottom to the top in frequency. Now think about dating apps for a moment, by the way. Jordan's like, this is going to be interesting. Todd and Wendy have been together for 21 years. What does he know about dating apps? I really know nothing except the psychology of, I, this is what I understand. People swipe right, swipe right, and swipe left. Mm -hmm. And I think swiping right is if they're attracted to someone. Well, one of the things you have to do so you don't get swiped left on is you got to stop people in their tracks. And the way we do that is something visual. So apply that back over to LinkedIn. That's all I know about dating apps. Apply that back over to LinkedIn. And when you're on LinkedIn, you're swiping north-south, south up to north, south up to north. And the way you get, no, no, I'm sorry, north to south um, on your phone. And the way you get somebody to pump the brakes on that swipe is something that is eye-catchy. That eye-catchy thing could be your thumbnail image. It could be your, uh, art, your image for your article. It could be the video that you uploaded. But one way or another, stop them in their brakes. Do something that's appealing. Use a title on your post that's provocative, that gets them to think. And in doing so, you've allowed them to pump the brakes. Now they're looking at your material. Okay. Sometimes if you know somebody who's a expert in a topic and you know they're active on LinkedIn, you might want to tag them into it. And that's another great way to pull people in. And when somebody comments, follow up with a question to them, a thoughtful question that sparks a deeper conversation. Because the more interaction you get in that feed, the more algorithmic signals you're going to send for LinkedIn to open you up to a larger and larger audience. Cool? 
Well, it's just that easy. Jordan, where can people go? Like some people are just starting to explore remote selling and how to use tools like LinkedIn. Where can people go to get more information? Because I'm full of all this nerdy knowledge. I have my own website page on wirebuzz.com. That's forward slash Jordan. Go there. I have 20 minutes of free training that goes through remote selling tactics and how to optimize your content for faster deals. Dude, I love it. I think you've got a lot of information there that anybody could use to start amplifying their results. And then Wait a minute, you did that whole book a demo thing. Pump the brakes here for a second. When I go to this wirebuzz.com forward slash Jordan page, do I have to like, are you gonna violate your own rule, dude? Like, am I gonna have to like fill out a form in order to see your valuable 20 minutes? Dude, no. I was gonna say a bad word, but I, I stopped myself. Yeah. But no, there's no form. It's all free content. There's 20 minutes of free video content on there because I wanna drop value, make sure everyone is getting educated. And then if you wanna reach out to me, go ahead. You can shoot me an email after. Oh, yeah, there's a form on that page. Like if Jordan, by the way, if Jordan's info is amazing, which I know it is because I've seen it, then fill out the form and schedule a meeting with him. And um, maybe Jordan can help you solve your problems. It's just that easy. On behalf of Jordan Harrell and myself, Todd Hartley, on the Video Marketing Mastery Podcast, thanks for joining us to hear some of our most valuable early awareness tips on LinkedIn. Peace.